Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. Truly, before now, I didn't really know what actually a mouthpiece was designed for other than to keep you from clinking your teeth together or biting your tongue. I had no idea that it was to align your jaw. The season that we did not use the Power Plus, we lost four kids, um, two that were season-ending um, concussions, and you know, obviously um, we contributed to the Power Plus mouth guard because, like I said, we've not had one since we've you know been using them. Obviously, we've competed a lot better than what we did um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season. Obviously a tremendous factor for us for not losing kids and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team, but one of the things that, that he was able to do as being the quarterback, um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite, so he was able to speak clearly. Um, and that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to communicate. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. So like and subscribe and check us out. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
The Northeast Texas Sports Network is dedicated on delivering the most entertaining sports broadcasts in East Texas. And if you're interested in having your next sporting event stream live, visit us online at netsn.live. Well, good evening, everyone. I'm KO Kyle Owens, Mr. Red Zone, host of this weekly wrap-up show this week. Got my man Vince with me. What's up, Vince? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Yeah, we got a uh, we got some. Uh, this is our almost last week of the regular season. Can you believe it's almost here? Are already? Yeah, yeah, it's here, man. It's here. You know, it don't ever take long. No, no, it doesn't. CM, what's good, baby? What's happening? How you doing? I'm making it. Me mm-hmm. got a bunch of basketball on. Trying to eat dinner, done dinner. So I'm good. I'm good. Good, baby. Well, uh, I want to thank y'all for joining us. I want to thank everybody in the uh, chat that's watching for joining us as well. Bumpy. Bumpy T, bump T-Y, five time, five time, five time, five time. Yo. So Brett's out tonight, obviously. So that's why I'm here uh, uh, hosting duties. I don't have the power to uh, throw things up like that. So we're just gonna have to read the chat uh, normally. Anyway, um, let's go ahead and get get started with going over over last week. Let's go over the records from last week on the leaderboard with the Pickums. Uh, Vince, how'd you do in the Pickums? I think I went eight and two again. That's solid. That's solid, Corey. Yeah, you... it's like three weeks of eight and two. <laughs> I went seven and three. Okay, seven okay. And three last week. I went five and five. I threw a bunch of Hail Marys last week, and uh, they mm-hmm. came up short. Yeah. So, uh, But you, you got to take them. You got to take these chances sometimes. So mm-hmm. I took, took the chances, you fell short. You. So I went five and five. But we got to give a shout out. We had three people go 10 and 0 last week. Drew Swinney went 10 and 0. Philip Parker went 10 and 0 and Scott Poole went 10 and 0. So congratulations yeah. to you guys. And if you look at the overall leaderboard, it's still Jason Shivers. He's still in first place with 81 points. We got Jamar Washington right behind him though with uh, 79, only two points behind. Then Brett and Drew are at 77, uh, about four points behind. So I'm out of the running for the uh, for the overall win, but we could still win this week. So we had our, our Beast from the East show that played this morning and had all of our picks on them. I know a, a highly contested game that we picked this week was Chapel Hill Kill War. That's going to be settled on Friday night. No more talking. Mm-hmm. It's going to be settled Friday night. That's all we can uh, can do from there. But to talk about. Yeah, ain't nothing to talk about. That's right. It's ain't the talk is going to be on the field. Mm-hmm. And they don't care what we got to say about it. Right. Book of that chance trap. Let's go. Well, let's go ahead and talk about last week. We got a World Series Game 5 that's just started first pitch shout out to the rangers Corey, how you feel about this game i don't want to talk about that <laughs> i don't want to talk about that rangers are a win away from their first ever world series championship so we're going to try and keep this a little light tonight uh christian should be joining us in a little bit as well but let's go ahead and get started with last week's games we'll start with the overton mustangs excuse me let me put some respect on their name the undefeated overton mustangs nine and oh they took on the Price Carlisle Indians, and they defeated Price Carlisle thirty-eight uh-huh. to fourteen. So Overton nine and zero on the uh-huh. season, four and zero in district play. We talked about it this morning. They're going to set up between Overton and Tenahaw for a district championship this Friday night. C Rad says, "Let's go." Talking about the Rangers, um, but anyway, Vince Overton in uh, Carlisle. What what did you think about that game? And and I'm assuming Expected. you had Overton. Expected absolutely. Uh, Carlisle. They're just in a bad period right now. Uh, like I said, I, I think I said this on the show before. They graduated uh, some talent that they got to replace. 
So uh, this is just a down year for them. Uh, I didn't really expect for them to get up and to be able to beat Overton. So uh, my thoughts is it was expected. Corey, what you got? Overton all the way. We I was looking forward to this matchup between Overton and Tenahaw. So you know I was I was like Overton can't let me down. You know so I'm going with the O. Oh baby. <laughs> Overton looks good, man. They got they got some studs on their team. Mm-hmm. We talked about it this morning. Uh, Bryce Steele, Jaden Edwards, Isaiah Hawkins. They got some studs. That Overton Tenaha game is going to be a good one. But uh, congratulations to Overton. And I, I mentioned it this morning as well. But Overton nine nine wins this season. They've had five wins in the combat in in the past five seasons combined. Two mm-hmm. zero and ten stints in there. So the turnaround. Mm-hmm. First year head coach Scotty Lamance from Union Grove. Um, he came over there, and and now he's got the Overton Mustangs on the brink of an undefeated regular season and district championship. So shout out to them. The second game on our pickums was the Arp Tigers taking on the Edgewood Bulldogs, and in our pickums, this was eighty-two to zero. Eighty, all eighty-two people that picked this week picked Arp, and everybody oh. was right. Arp got the best of Edgewood, forty-two to twenty-four. Arp wraps up their regular season with a seven and three record, and they finished seven and four in 2021. Last year had a three and seven year, but Arp's able to get the win over Edgewood. They're sitting at a third in a three seed right now. That's pretty much where they're going to be locked in unless some craziness happens. But what about these Arp Tigers, Vince? How how you feel about them? Man, Arp Arp been balling all year. Uh, that's that's just the truth. Um, Edgewood, I don't think. Edgewood had a lot of talent last year. They also graduated some. They still had some competitors on that on this team, but I don't think they know who they are yet. So, um, Arp just came in and did what they what they've been doing all year. It's just rolling on people. So, <laughs> let me uh, let me address Eddie here in the chat. He asked, "Where is Brett? Brett is uh, taking the night off. Has some family family time. He's going to do. And why are we starting so early? Because." We're all we got old. stuff to do. <laughs> we're all old. We don't. We're not trying yeah, to be up to ten, ten thirty. All of that man bed is like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Corey, what you think about Arp and Edgewood? Oh, shout, man! Shout out to Smith Dog. You know, Arp is rolling. I'm. I'm yeah. They, they were literally they were a dark horse. I remember them doing. I remember the, the uh, Texas football. They came with Texas football. They had them listed as a dark horse this year. And and they absolutely were a dark horse. They came out firing on all cylinders. So mm-hmm. shout out to Smith Dog and his team rolling, baby. Yeah, I think Arps, you know, Arp had that, that close game with Troop where it could have went either way. A late touchdown gave Troop the win. Or we could be talking about this Arp team being the, the second best team in this district. So uh, big shout out to Arp. They're doing well. I'm with you too, Corey. I think Edgewood, they're young. They got some uh they got some some growing up to do. And um, I think they'll they'll get that way. I trust Coach G over there, Coach Guerra over in Edgewood. But big win for the Art Tigers. Congratulations to them. Moving on to our third pick'em game, the Brownsboro Bears hosted the Rusk Eagles. This was the first one I got wrong. I picked Brownsboro, and 42 other people picked Brownsboro uh, along with me. So I wasn't the only one. But I, I got to shoot a little bit of this game after that Chapel Hill Athens game on Saturday, and. Rusk or Brownsboro, excuse me, had four turnovers in the first half, mm. and Rusk was up twenty-eight nothing at halftime. So, uh, ended up winning forty-eight to twenty in that one, and uh, a big win for the Rusk Eagles. It keeps their playoff hopes alive. For Brownsboro, 
I guess mathematically they're still technically alive, but uh, that loss kind of kind of hurt them there. Brownsboro's been a, a an up and down team this year, but you can say the same thing for Rusk. Uh, they've both been kind of up and down, not knowing really what team you're going to get week to week. But Brownsboro or Rusk, excuse me, gets the win, and mm-hmm. all they got to do win Friday night, and they're in. So what about these Rusk Eagles, Vince? Um, Rusk, like you said, been up and down. I actually picked Rusk in this game. Brownsboro. They they started out hot, and then they ran in the van. And since van, I think they've been trying to trying to figure it out. And and so I just didn't know if I could trust that versus Rusk. And and honestly, the thing is, Rusk they were trying to figure themselves out too. Um, I, I honestly, I both these teams they kind of feel like they're kind of the same to me. Uh, I really feel like as as far as the score is concerned. Um, the turnovers hurt them. It was probably just an off night for them. If those two teams were to play again, I think there'd probably be a different result. Uh, they, I, I almost feel like they're kind of the same in a way, uh, as far as how they how they play and everything. So, uh, but shout out to Russ. They came out and did what they had to do. Obviously, when when people are handed you handing you the ball, you do what you do with it. You know, you do what you got to do with that. So, uh, Russ did what they had to do. Absolutely. Well, that, that's my point always too. When Everybody talks about, well, the team had five turnovers, so that's why they lost the game. True, but the offense but, the other team had to take advantage of those turnovers. Absolutely. So, absolutely. yes, and, and they forced a couple of those. There was a couple yeah. of fumbles, a couple of interceptions. And, no, yeah, I don't want to take away from the defense, yeah, because yeah. they, they probably put them in that position to make those mistakes. You know, uh, one thing about football, and I always talk about the mental aspect. I don't care how great you are. If you don't come, if you don't come in mentally prepared, you're going to make mistakes like that, you know? You got to be mentally prepared before Friday night. And I know we'll talk about it a little later when we talk about Chapel Hill Athens, but I want to just get your thoughts on does it do you think it affected the teams that had to play on Saturday like Brownsboro, Rusk, Van and Ch- uh, Chapel Hill and Athens? Do you yes. think it affected them having to play on Saturday? Yes. Uh I, in my honest opinion, I I don't care for Saturday games, but as as a player, no. I mean, you. I, I can perform Friday night. I can perform Saturday night. If you can only perform on Friday night, something's wrong. Yeah, something's when you, wrong. When you get to college, you, know? you have to play on Saturdays. So. Hey, absolutely. There is no. There is no excuse. Um, I, I know people well, think of. I know what people want to say. They want to talk about the rhythm. They talk about the rhythm, right? So. You know, when you're in a rhythm of playing every Friday night and you get up for that game on Friday night, I get that part. But again, as an athlete, you're not a normal person anymore. You don't work off of rhythms. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I I would agree with that. And I would say it makes it tougher for those four teams because they showed up to the field Friday night ready to play. That's the only thing is that they showed up. Now, I'll say this. If maybe you played half that game, you know, and then now you got to stop, and then you go play it again the next day. That's different. But they, from what I understood, they didn't even play the game at all. No, no. They never even started. But, but so they got on the bus and drove to Athens, drove right. 35 minutes to Athens, and then drove 30, waited for an hour, and then drove 35 minutes back home. But that's my point. Like, if it was called off earlier in the day and you didn't even make that trip, then yeah. the excuse of playing on Saturday wouldn't be an excuse to me because you – you were off, and and, that and that's the thing. That's the thing I'm talking about too. Is like you drove 35 minutes. That was yeah. you just. You, it's like driving to work, and then hey, yeah. we ain't gonna run today. Yeah, we ain't gonna run today, but we want y'all to show up tomorrow. You gonna show up lazy? <laughs> well, I wasn't prepared for this. 
it's the it's the anticipation of getting ready to do what you're supposed to do, and then now you can't recreate that anticipation again. That is momentum. It does affect you, whether you like it or not. If but that ain't go, that ain't what. 30, but listen, what listen. If you, what I get what you're saying, you but you, but so you telling me that because of my anticipation, now I can't perform at all on Saturday. I'm not saying you can't perform. I'm not saying you can't perform. I'm saying that it does weigh on you a little. Bit. If you're not prepared, if you're let's and then that's the other thing too. And let me get okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So if you stretch all day from eight o'clock and to yeah. get ready to play for a game at seven yeah. thirty, and said, "Well, you know what, Vince, you got to play tomorrow. At, you got to play tomorrow at noon." Wouldn't that throw you off a little bit? You stretched all day Friday. Listen, Corey, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. And do it again. Hold on. Listen, I'm not going to be Hold on. Can I say something real quick? I'm not throwing picks and fumbling because of that. I'm throwing picks and fumbling. So that's what I'm getting at. Your performance is not has nothing to do with what day you do it. Whatever day you do it is is what what day you do it. And, and Again, point, if, 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 if it's that much of a problem, if it's that much of a problem for you to play on Saturday, then you can't go to the next level. That's just the truth. This is what I'm. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I'm not saying they can't <laughs> perform at all. I'm saying that they're slow. It, it, it impedes some progress. That's all I'm saying. They go. They, yeah, but okay. All I'm saying. So how long does it take for you to get? But how long does it take for you to get? Hold on, but I'm asking a question. How long does it take for you to get get that back? If they play Saturday night, it may be a different story. How long do you take to get it back? That's what I'm asking. How long does it take? I don't know. I'm not the coach. I don't know my. I don't know that team like that. Coach, the coach should know that team. This is just any team. I'm not talking about just any. I'm not talking about. We talking about because this is something that goes on a lot, right? We talk about this a lot every time there's a Saturday game. Oh, they. You know, a team loses on a Saturday, and it's like, oh, well, they should have played on Friday. Nah, nah. Me, and you know what's crazy, too? I don't want to. That's, that's dumb. I don't like that they should play. If you if you know on Monday you play on Saturday, you're prepared for Saturday. Not if and then I'll say Friday, this, too. You know, like, Friday, like you I'm going to stop giving people the benefit of a doubt. It, well, at this level, anyway, I feel like. I'm going to stop giving the benefit of a doubt to home and away. Because at this level, home and away don't matter. It don't matter. I'm, I'm going there. I'm going there. It don't matter. Like if you if you really about your business, hold on, hold on, cause cause Bussy, it don't matter home or away. He know what he got to do. He know what he does, and he does it well. So at the end of the day, it don't matter whether he home or away. He gonna ball, right? It's him. You still gotta count for. Uh, Everybody should be like that though. <laughs> Everybody should be like that. Everybody not. Why are you not like that though? So when you show up, all right, uh, um, KO. You 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 come from Lindale, right? Yep. You come from Lindale. All right, cool. So you mean to tell me when you playing at home, you feel better than when you have to travel to over to Chapel Hill, about what, forty minute drive, and then go play on their field? For some reason, they field just feel a little different to you. It's not the it's not the field. It's the travel. Like when you're at home, you don't you get you drive five. But we talking about we talking about forty minutes. I get what you're saying, but I'm still, I'm still traveling to a crazy place. And if they have a good student section, if they have a good yeah. crowd, then it can now, if, if, you, if you tell me, okay, we about to travel two and a half hours, I can see that. 
and I've done that. We had to go to T High. Yeah, I can see that bothering you. And to me, that ain't home or away problem. That's just that's jet lag, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's just that's you been you done set too long. You know, right, you know. Right. But I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hold you up. Let's go. Let's go, man. Let's Christian, go. welcome, welcome to the chat, man. How you doing? Can y'all hear me? Okay, yeah, we hear you fine. Hear can you see the chat? Yeah, I can hear y'all. Um, first off, just no. yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I can right. I can see. Okay, first off, um, listen, are, are y'all talking about the chat little game still? No. Uh, no. Nah, no. nah, we just we we just that's talking football in general. I talk about Brownsburg and Rusk. That's what we were really on at the time, yeah. The I question mean, was the question I mean, was the question was does a Saturday game affect the team differently than playing on a Friday night? That was the original question. Yes. Because especially if you don't, Christian. Oh, oh, wait. Just in general. Just Christian. in general. Just in general. No, we're not in talking general. about a game in specific. Just in Christian. general. In in football. That's, that's what I'm asking. In yeah. general. Yeah. In general. If you have to play on a Saturday, even if you're not scheduled on a Saturday, but you have to play because you know game got delayed or anything like that. <laughs> is that what is that what we're talking about? Yeah. 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 Yes, that's what I'm referring to. That, There's that no excuse. Fix. I'm just There's talking. No excuse. There's no excuse. That can affect okay. you. That can affect you. Bro, it, I didn't do anything. It, it, it can. Listen, here's the thing. It can affect you. It can. But you, you have to stay. It's it's kind of like like for me, like, you know, I think for everybody, you know, it's it's a, it has to be a weekly thing for you. It doesn't matter what day that you play. You still. That, that's what I'm saying. You, you still have to do it. You have to. Thank you. Locked in. I love that. I thought I thought Vince was being, you know, chaotic as normal. But I am chaotic. <laughs> I am chaotic He's because the truth way. is chaotic. The truth hurt everybody. And I speak the truth fluently. Both statements are correct. Both statements are correct, whether you agree with me or not. Both statements are correct. Can you? Can you play? Can it hinder you? Yes. Are you supposed to be focused? Yes. They're both correct. You never. You, it's never you see what you see. What, you for not being ready. I mean, you, you, you got to be ready. You got to be ready, man. Okay. You're not gonna be. Okay. I'll give y'all. I'll give y'all an example. All right. I'll give y'all two. All right. Um, Chapel Hill last year. You remember they were supposed to play at 7:30 against Palestine at home. All right. The lights were out at the school and at the stadium so what they had to do was they had to move the game to three o'clock right okay we struggled a little bit coming out we were down 21 to 7 at halftime we came out and we absolutely obliterated palestine in the second half okay so yeah it does kind of affect you a little bit because you know what we did you know what we did when we got in there we ate ham and cheese sandwiches and then we went to sleep that's what we did. We 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 were we were finna go. We were finna go. Energy drained right there. Energy yeah. drained. Yeah. <laughs> Energy drained. I can't play now because I fell asleep. <laughs> we, we were. Now, can I give you an example? Can I give yeah. you an example of something that I think is what more of what I think Corey is talking about and Ko's talking about? You go back. Um, I can't think how many years it was, but the Ravens had a, a Super Bowl game. And halfway through the game, the power went out. They was rolling. 
uh, or actually, it was it was uh, San Francisco that was roast. Yeah, yeah. that no, was no, roast. It was, it was twenty. Yeah, it was twenty six. Yeah, power uh, went out. They had to go sit for a whole hour, and in that hour, what happens is that adrenaline that you built up, that motivate, that that uh, that that um, anticipation, that, that all, <laughs> anticipation, whatever you want to call it, all of that you built up, all the adrenaline of, uh, and and you done cooled off. The body done cooled off at this point. You done sat there for an hour, and some of them probably done ate and drunk, and now they full. You know, so when they, they start the game back up and say y'all gotta finish this tonight, that's different. Because you you went from you went from being ready to go warm and me being I, I just turned forty yesterday so right. I understand appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. I understand when it's go time it's go time but when I stop now I can't just get back up and go no more right you know you got to you got to warm up you know so that's different that's different because you asking me to play now stop playing for an hour and then come back to it that's a little different. Because that is what you're talking about, that anticipation. Your, your body ain't even built for that, right? It's like, it's like imagine having to go work out for an hour and then stop for an hour and then go back to work out again. You know, most people can't do that unless you're conditioned for that. You know? You see, but, you're 16, 17 years old. But, your bones is, your bones but speaking, you we ain't talking you. about that. We're talking about what Christian talking about. I never even played the game. I sat there, I dressed out, and we sat there and watched it rain. And then we ate. And then Coach said, get back on the bus. We're going home. We'll see y'all tomorrow. I'm ready to go. <laughs> right. And, and, and. Right. We're moving on. We're moving on. It's, I'm moving sorry, on. man. No, you're good. You're I'm good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, the, the two games we've talked about already are Overton and Carlisle. You got any thoughts on the Overton Mustangs remaining undefeated 9-0? and Oh, I mean, listen. I, I, I think, you know, I was shocked. <laughs> I I'll read these like, comments over here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> he said, I'm a man. I'm 40. Mike Gundy. I mean, listen, like I said, it's been probably the biggest story in East Texas, I mean, all year. Um, it's not a shocker to me. Um, they did handle Carlisle the way they were supposed to. And, I mean, that's no shocker. So, um I, I'm just I'm just ready to see what Overton does this Friday, um, but no, it, it wasn't a shocker to me. Well, what about the Arp and Edgewood game? We had all 82 people that picked in the Pickums this week. Every single one of them picked the Arp Tigers. Not a single vote went to Edgewood, and Arp handled business. So, you got any thoughts on that one? I ain't shocked about that one either. I mean. It, it, and, I mean, and then the the one that we were talking about before we got derailed, we were talking about Brownsboro cool. and Rusk, uh, and how we were talking about how Brownsboro had four turnovers in the first half against Rusk. Rusk was up twenty eight nothing at halftime. They ended up winning forty eight to twenty. You got any thoughts on that one? Well, I mean, the the really the question was, and I was I was going to talk about, I was going to touch on that when we got on here. The real question is, is did Rusk win that game or did Brownsboro lose it? Um, I think but, Russ won the yeah. I think that's Russ partly won. what we were talking about. Is yeah. that you can't you can't you can't fault a team for even though they had four turnovers, Russ still had to do something with those four turnovers. So they didn't get yeah. my take. So, but it's all right. It's I, I mean, Russ, I mean, Russ but, dominated. We we didn't get to you yet, Corey. We're coming around. We going around yeah, the uh, so, square. Uh, Russ, so here's the thing, <laughs> Russ. Russ, I mean, listen. I, obviously, I think they're a playoff team. Uh, now, um, will. 
they they're gonna beat Ken this Friday. Uh, I'm not like I said, you know, with the Ken game, I kind of already knew that was gonna happen because, I mean, you you, you can't you can't lose. Sorry, uh, with the Brownsville game, I'm like you you can't lose the camp. You, you you can't lose to them. That that's that's kind of a in that's that's kind of an indictment against Brownsboro because of the fact that they gave up that game right there, and then you 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 expect yourself to beat Rusk, which wasn't going to happen. Um, and Russ handled them pretty handled uh, pretty good actually. Um, I think Thomas Hidden has done a great job. Uh, if they get past the first and second round, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a miracle because uh, yeah, I think they got PG first round, so uh, yeah, maybe, no. a short, maybe a short playoff run. Corey, what did what did you think about the game? I, I love the fact that um, everybody picked. I don't know who picked Brownsboro in that game at all, but Brownsboro was gonna win that football. Brownsboro was not gonna win that football game. They haven't been consistent it, it, all year. It's me. I and the games Brownsboro. that they won. <laughs> the games that they've won, they barely won the football game. So I wasn't going to pick them over anybody else at this point. They're, they're fake bullies. And I, I don't mean to say that. Corey, Corey, man. What is wrong with you tonight? I thought it was me. No, it's you, bro. It's you. It is you. It ain't me. It's you. Listen, I got I got hyped with them in the locker room before the uh, before the van game. So I'm I, I like Brownsboro. I'm, I'm fans with Brownsboro, but yeah, they 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 struggled Saturday. But anyway, moving on. Moving go on. ahead. Go uh, ahead. Let's go to game four. We had the uh-huh. Longview Lobos and the John Tyler Lions. Yep, that's right, mm. John Tyler Lions. Uh, Longview beat JT uh, thirty-four to twelve. I, it's kind of what I expected. I expected Longview to to get the dub. I wasn't able to see any of the game, so I'm gonna rely on y'all. We talked about last week. We just wanted to see Tyler High how they performed in the game. Could they? Would they compete with Longview? I didn't see the game, so I can't speak on it. Did they compete with Longview? Vince. So, <laughs> so I, I felt like they did two quarters. They and it's crazy because again. It was the exact same thing as the year before. They were they were competing in the first half, and then when the gates opened up, it just it flooded. <laughs> you know, so uh, Tyler High they got number one. They got a young quarterback, so um, he's gonna he's gonna get better. He's gonna progress. He's gonna get better. Uh, but he had he was in a position. Um, where they the the play was breaking down and you could tell he just did not he couldn't he he couldn't really function the way he wanted to in the backfield with the play breaking down you know I was I was watching it on TV I'm screaming at the TV get out of the pocket get out of the pocket you know I like, just run just go <laughs> you know <laughs> but um, defensively John Tyler had did all they could to hold on as as long as they could in that first half. Because they, they had Longview on the ropes. I know if Spence was on the show, he'd probably tell you a different story. But that's the truth. They, that defense had Longview on the ropes. And uh, the yeah. offense just, they moved at first, but then they started, you know, it started backpedaling. And they they got three on that first drive, and then they struggled to get anything after that. Um, one thing I will say, though, is they are really good at uh, – uh, and uh, picking up on other people's mistakes, you know, 
uh, finishing on other people's mistakes. Uh, Longview had a a they they were kicking a field goal or extra point or whatever, and I don't I don't know if it got blocked or if he just it if, if the if he I can't remember what happened if he muffed it or what, but anyway he lost the ball and and Tyler I picked that thing up and just jetted to the end zone, you know. Uh, and they've been doing little things like that all year long. Tallahassee is going to grow. They're going to get better. Uh, they, they've they proven that they have an ability to compete with teams like this. They just need the playmakers to finish finish jo- the job, pretty much. I'm going to say this. What you, uh, what you, oh, Corey, go ahead, Corey. I don't yeah, know if Chris was now. I, I definitely watched it, so I want to feedback. Oh, I um, I was mad. I, I just – to me, there's two things. Number one, that the quarterback's not that good. I know they're winning football games. Y'all know Vince is being nice. He's probably a good kid. I man, he can't. He's a sophomore though. He's a sophomore. I know he's a sophomore, sophomore. but that, that ain't gonna work. If you got a better, if you got, if he's six foot one or six, it ain't two, working. Listen, 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 listen. He can't. I don't think. I don't know. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm just because you got to be nice. I'm, I'm just not, saying. He, he's no, no. I'm not. I'm not being. I'm not being nice. I'm just saying he's gonna get better. You know, if he if he remains the quarterback, I hope he gets he'll get better. yeah. He has room to grow. I do hope he gets better. He ain't he ain't the right one at this point. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, he's not all the right. right one at this point. I'm just. I'm I have nothing against it. Like, like if that's if that's, if, that's, if, that's now, if he gets better, if he gets better, that's something totally different. Because I think that was their weak point when 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 Longview came after the blitz and said we're just gonna get, we're gonna we're gonna fire away. At him. He lost control. There was nothing he could do at this point. He was scrambling. He couldn't find a hole. There was a hole here. He stepped back. But is that his problem? Oh, oh, oh. but is that all? Is that a, yeah, okay? All right. Offensive line need work too. Offensive line, well, I mean, line need no, work. No, but at the same time, but at the same time, if there's a lane there, I mean, don't back up until. No, the, I agree. Yeah, there. but again, sophomore, sophomore tendencies. He, he don't, he don't understand yet. Get when the play break down, evacuate. He don't understand that yet. It's all right though. Okay, okay. He'll get That's there. You can muck it up. I'm just saying. I'm not saying the whole game is on him. I'm it's just not. saying that was he wasn't it, the playmaker. That would have broke. That would have broke Longview's back if he was able to scramble and make plays. That if I can, really made the game. If I can add one thing right? to it that I questioned was putting um, McCall at tailback. I felt like, and it got him a touchdown. But you already got two other backs that are pretty good. I would have kept him at. I had him at receiver on the other side of uh, Martin, and try to and try to at least push back that blitz that 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 deep that blitz that uh that Longview was. How are you gonna get him the ball? Uh, How are you gonna get him the ball? Well, now you you gotta tell your offensive line to man up, beat the man in front of you. You gotta get your offensive. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna let Christian have it. The play that I think broke the camel's back was the offense was the uh, onside kick. Offensive player sitting there looking at the ball. And the ball yeah. bounces like five yards. From, I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. It wasn't even an onside kick. He just the ball just fell in space. I'm like, "Hey, game's mm-hmm. over after that." I turned it off. I was like, "I'm not watching more than if the now, game was like twelve to five or something like that." Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a. It wasn't even. It wasn't the game was not a reach, but it was a decent. It was a. It was a good enough play where he could have picked it up and got possession. You gave Mental. them the ball back with extra field position. You did. I'm like, yeah. Mental thing, doing? man. Mental. Mental. So I was like, that was that was at that point. That's correctable. I That's correctable. That they can correct that. Yeah. Okay. Um, listen. Come on, first off, um, On the way back, you know, because we got rained out in Athens. You know, I was gonna me and Keith with me. We were gonna commentate that game, uh, but I was watching. 
um, the um, Tyler High game on the way back uh, because I, I thought that Duncanville and what you call it, Duncanville and DeSoto were on, but they got delayed too. Um, listen, I, I, I don't know how else to put this. Um, Tyler High gave the game away. I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna be honest. They gave the game away. I mean, you, you literally. They did a good job on Taylor Tatum for a little bit. I, I think we can all agree to that. They, they did a good job on that low ball offense for a little bit. But you gave that game away. Um, that that wasn't. I, I don't even. I, I said that they they that they would lose, and I changed my pick on Thursday. Because, I mean, some of us, I mean, we used to root for Tyler High, a.k.a. John Tyler, whatever. You know, we were all born and raised like that. Um, But they gave that game away, Um, especially on the – excuse me, especially on offense. I think Caden Granberry is a good quarterback. I I just think, for one, he's not – I mean, he's only 5'5", 5'6". But – I, I think, you know, he can't see over a really massive offensive line. He can't see over that. Um, and if he if he finds – if somebody's wide open, I mean, he's going to overthrow him. I mean, so, I mean, it's really in all fairness. I don't want to say it's his fault, but it kind of – it kind of is his fault a little bit. It kind of – kind of. Not not all the way. I'm not gonna put all the blame on them because they they just absolutely sent a full out assault on Caden Granberry and that Tyler High offense. So I, I I think they gave the game away. Um, it's gonna be really tough for them this week because now they gotta play a team who is arguably they argue. Now, I don't know about offensively, but defensively they probably have the best defense in that district. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. They gave the game away. They gave it away. Play off a bus. Play off a bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on to game five. This is what Aaron Franks wanted us to talk about. He said, let's talk about how Carthage handled Van since y'all was trapping out the Van, though. <laughs> He's still trapping out the Van, though. Uh, but, yeah, Carthage Carthage took care of business against Van, won 35-7. This game was 14-7 at halftime. Uh, Van battled early on. Carthage is just Carthage. And we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. Yes, I picked Van, but I knew in my heart of hearts, Carthage was probably going to get the dub. Uh, and I'm, it's not a Carthage, I'm not a Carthage hater either. I, I love what Carthage is doing. I yeah. love Coach Surratt over there. Coach Surratt is the brother of Lindell Superintendent Stan Surratt. So I know the Surratt family quite well. Okay. Anyway, okay. Um, I, I appreciate what Carthage is doing. Another 10-0 undefeated regular season. Just amazing what Carthage has going on over there. I think for Van, though, being able to battle with Carthage, at least for a half, I, I understand, but it really showed in that second half, Carthage was able to make adjustments where it seems like Van didn't. I'm not saying that the that Van did not make adjustments, but on paper, that's what it seems uh-huh. like. I wasn't able to watch the game, uh-huh. but that's what it looked like is that Carthage made some adjustments at halftime and was able to overtake Van. Van's still got a really good football team. They should still be the two seed out of this, um, out of this district. So uh, I think there is a there is a possibility these two teams could meet in the playoffs. Um, 
I think Van has a, a very good team that could make a run. But uh, Carthage is Carthage. I think we'll see Carthage in uh, – well, Carthage Pleasant Grove down the road should be a good one um, mm. if, that, if that happens. So we'll have to see what happens there. But anyway, shout out to the Vandals. They, they, they did they, – I, I rocked with them, and, and we came up short. But like I said last week, and I know Corey can attest to it to events as well, we said we would go for them and we'd show up if they lost. And we're, by gosh, we're all here. Yeah, so, we're here. Uh, congratulations, now you got to deal with me. Yeah. That's so, all right. Well, you know what, Christian, go ahead, Vince. Since you're going to be the opponent, because me, Vince, and Corey all took Van. And there was only four of us that picked Van, and three of them are in this chat. So uh, <laughs> go ahead, Christian. Uh, I mean, I told you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's garbage. I mean, I, I literally said that they would probably only get upset by one team this year. And I know I've said that of like a thousand, well, two teams. I've said it a thousand times all year long. And I know it hasn't clicked in y'all's brains that, you know, Center and Van were just, they're good, but they weren't that good to beat Cartridge. Um, now, obviously, Van has good defense. We, we can all acknowledge that. They have good defense. But like Kyle said, Carthage made adjustments where Van didn't. And you look at it, I mean, I mean, we, we, we looked what happened. Um, I think, I think Jets Red had like eight, set, uh, 18, 19 completions, maybe, um, at most. Um, I know he threw for over two hundred and fifty yards uh, and three touchdowns. So, um, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it doesn't shock me because it's Carthage. You know, they're they're about to be in the playoffs. I don't know how many times this has been since they've been in the play. Uh, how many times they've been to the playoffs? Like, because I know it's, I know it's probably record breaking, most likely. Um, I, I, I just, you know, like, like we said, I, I only, I only see them getting upset by one team this year, or two. That's PG and Pleasant, uh, Pleasant Grove, and Glen Rose. Um, Glen Rose is the team that gave them more of a fight last year. That was in the semifinal. Um, if their running back doesn't cough up the ball, he has a wide open gap to go score. They, Glenn Rose probably goes to the state championship, and we see the same result as what happened with Carthage in the state championship game. But like I said, you know this doesn't surprise me. I mean, I, I mean y'all y'all weren't the only ones. I, I had a I had a couple of friends who were saying, "Oh, Van is the better team," and blah blah blah, and you know whatever. How about that? Um, and we, we never said Van was the better team. No, 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 also, no, 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 no. Some of my friends said they were the better team. Y'all didn't say that. Yeah. Real, real yeah. quick though, real quick though, talk about the defense that Christian brought up. So Carthage has only scored less than 35 points twice this season. Once against San Antonio Cornerstone, but they shut them out. And then Kilgore early on where they only scored 30. So out of the 10 games, Van held them to the third lowest point total of the season. I would take that as a, if I'm Van, I look at that as that's our victory in that game. We held Carthage to the third fewest points they've scored all season. Count that as a dub, and let's keep going. I, I'm gonna say anyway, this before I'm gonna say this before Vince gets started because I know Vince got a lot. <laughs> There's two things you can do. There's two things you do. There's one you don't do. You never play not to lose. Okay. There's a big difference between playing not to lose and playing to win. Big difference. That's all I'm gonna say. 
Go ahead. Go ahead, Vince. All right. First of all, Christian, did you watch the game? I watched some of it. You watched some. Did you see the Did you see the beginning of the game? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I heard. I heard. Okay. I heard. Van was. I heard Van was giving it to him a little bit. They was on him. They yeah. wasn't giving it to him. They, they was on him. So here's my here's my take. First of all, Surratt needs to be coaching at the next level. I don't know why he's playing around with high school ball because this is ridiculous. Like he he literally he took probably as far as what I've seen he took probably the the biggest whooping he could take in the first half. He he took the biggest look lick he probably took all year in that first half against Van. And he came out in the second half with a game plan that looked nothing like the first half. Absolutely nothing. And to be honest with you, at the first, C-Rad said 14-7. I'm not going to give him that. I'm not giving him the extra, that extra touchdown because Van gave it to him. Van gave him that. That should have been 7-7. Seven seven. Van, I'm trying not to say nothing crazy, but get out of the damn zone, bro. You, 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 you literally are killing yourself. You shot yourself in the foot, man. I'm sitting there screaming at the TV. Corey, I, I was on the phone with Corey, and I was trying to write on the show. And I, listen, I ain't nobody's coach. I ain't nobody, but I see it, you know. And maybe since they're on the field, they don't see it. I don't know, but Surratt was doing what anybody with a brain would know to do in this situation when they they up front is giving giving you pressure. They they not really they're not coming across the line as much as they want to, but they ain't letting you get what you want on the ground either. And then they're in a zone, and it's trying to confuse the quarterback. But here's, a, here's the thing about it. First of all, your zone is too far back. It's too far deep. So what did Surratt say? He said, take whatever they're going to give you. So what did they do? They kept throwing five-yard routes and taking it 10 yards. You know how many times they went third down and got out of it just because Van is in zone and they 10 and 15 yards off the ball? Like, it's like, what are you doing? Like, they had, they had them dead to right so many times. And... That zone, and it, it was the same. It was same. It almost felt like it was the same play. It ain't, it ain't the same play. It's the same route. Literally, I mean, five yard route, I mean, dumping it to him, and were, he's taking it. I mean, literally, they were playing five to seven yards off the ball almost every single. Yeah, and it's like, bro. I mean, and, and then you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? At one point, they had him uh, on the drive where they scored that fourteen right before right before yeah. um, the half. They finally switched to man, and when they switched to man. The quarterback snapped the ball. He stood there because he didn't know who to throw to. He had no idea who to throw to. He looked for his one receiver, covered. He looked up. You see his helmet move to the left side. He looked. He covered. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. And I was like, that's what you got to do. You got to disguise it. You got you to gotta mix it up a little bit. But you just stand in that zone and you stand 15, 10 and 15 yards off the ball. You gave him that touchdown in the first half. That's my first half field. Get out of zone. Get out of that zone. Your defensive line was doing their job. Have you seen even when, uh, even when teams play zone? Have you seen this Carthage offense take the top off te- uh, people's defense? But see, the thing, the weird thing was they went, they couldn't do that. They couldn't do that with them. They tried it, but they couldn't do it. But right. so again, again, because they don't have that much time. Because that defensive line was the, the deep man. Shout out to Van D line because they did their job. That's for real. That they did their job. That, yeah, that D line did their job. They put pressure. They applied pressure all night. And so, um, again, but they just dumping five-yard routes just to get the first down. They, there was never a time in the first half 
where they just drove on van. They just had to take a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, which is smart, you know, because, you know, some teams are impatient. When you do teams like that and slow them up, they freak out. But but Carthage was just like, no, nah, we're just going to take that little bit. Third and 10, we're going to take that little bit, you know. And second, yeah, just giving them five yards, right? But but the show to the talent, you dump off to a five-yard route, and he turns it into a first down, you see, because you're too far off the ball. You're too far off him. Second half. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Ko, get it. So, it's I mean, it's listen, not to it. It's not to the So second half. Can I can I touch on second half real quick? to make a play. Second half. I'm just wondering. This is real quick. This is real quick. Second half. They came out a different team. You did not. That's that that you gotta as as the coach. You gotta say okay. That's that's on me. Because you came out and tried to play the same game. But Carthage realized who they were dealing with at that point. And they, they changed up everything. I don't want to say they changed up everything. But when they came out on that first drive, you could tell they started moving people in motion and stuff. Started confusing the defense. They went right down the field and scored instantly. Like they, they ain't done that the, the whole game. And in the first drive, they did it. And then on defense, they changed up some things with the defense. And then shut them off immediately, bro. Immediately. And you can't come out and doing the same thing. And, and that, that's when I was like, I saw the beauty in, in, in what Surratt was doing. And I said, wait a minute, bro. L- listen, uh, somebody in Texas needs to call this dude because you you at the wrong level, bro. You can't be doing this at high school level. That's a cheat code. Like, you can't do that, man. You can't do that to them kids. Vince, Vince <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. It, that, that's masterful. But that's how you know, you, that's how you know you've been coached. You're seasoned. You know exactly. Yeah. I was always told you never change. You never change. If you see an adjustment, you wait to the second half. Bro. You never do. Never. If you see it right now, oh, a lot of young rookies, they're going to they go out there. Oh, I see we should change this. If you do that, and that's the only thing that you have to do, and they stop it, you have yeah. nothing else in the second half to do adjust to. Yeah. They've, they've, they've countered everything. Man, listen. Listen, so, now, no, you gotta, gotta wait to the Corey, Corey heard me because I was on the phone with Corey, but I was I was sitting there watching that game sweating. I was hot. I was on ten. I was like, bro, let me get out there. Let me get somebody. I'm about to drive out there right now. <laughs> I said, y'all not gonna lose this game like this. <laughs> Listen, I do I do appreciate Aaron Aaron Franks in the, in the chat because he he was talking up Carthage last week. Whoa. He came back and he's been a good sport about it. So so I, so I know Aaron, he's not I appreciate you. So yeah, not- yeah, <laughs> but but that's my spiel. Go ahead, let's we can move on. All right, moving on to game number six. Uh, in upset in my eyes, not in Corey's eyes though, because Corey's Pine Tree Pirates knocked off the Mount Pleasant Tigers by a score of forty-one to fourteen. Took it knock off, knocked them down. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Corey, we'll we'll start with you. Here's my thoughts on it. You're uh, kidding. I don't know what Pine Tree is. I don't know what Mount Pleasant is. Kale, Kale, it's okay, because Pine Tree don't know what they are either. <laughs> they don't know either. <laughs> it's all right. They don't know. They don't know how it happens. They don't know. They just it just sometimes the magic work. <laughs> I so what, what, what happened with your pirates, Corey? I, I picked Mount Pleasant. I'm gonna tell you something. I was mad. I was like, you know what? Pine ain't gonna win this football game. They've been playing all year. I don't know what Pine Tree <laughs> team's gonna show up. Mount Pleasant clearly thought they were Pine Tree. They put on the wrong jerseys. Mm. They they must have ran out of uniforms. They had to put on Pine Tree practice jerseys or something. I don't know what happened. 
was tough. That, I, I looked tough. at the score. I was like, they won to 17. Team showed up. And did, they, mm-hmm. did they not Don't know they no were trying to make the playoffs? What in in mid Mount Pleasant like third? They, they were. Third. They're not anymore. <laughs> they were. They're, they're on the outside looking in right now. Like in Pine Tree, the position to make the playoffs. Yeah. It, listen, now it depends on what all happens this week. There's scenarios right. and stuff that could happen, but as listen, of now, if the, if it ended today, it would be a tiebreaker, and I don't know how all that works. Now so. I'm saying, mm. if Pine Tree makes the playoff, Brent owes me an apology. I know Brett's probably mm. No, he, 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 owe, he owe Pine Tree an apology. No, no. He owes because he's like, I don't think no. Pine Tree's that good. I, I said, Pine Tree's I that good, know. but it depends on what Pine Tree team shows up. Here's the thing. I, I have no listen, idea. If they make the playoffs, I owe the Pine Tree public an apology. Because, you know, like, hmm. literally, I've been, I've been criticizing these guys for five years. Five years. Five years. Because I, I literally just keep saying – we don't know what they are. They always have a either four and six or a five and five record all the time. Mm-hmm. I criticize but, these guys all the time. You know what? I'm going. But if they make can the I playoffs, ask, if they make the so playoffs, who did Mount next week? I will literally come on this show and I will send a public apology to Pine Tree mm. and their fans. Let me ask you a I will question. Literally do that. Who? Who did Mount Pleasant beat that made y'all feel like Pine Tree couldn't compete with them? Because I'm looking it at they, they, they. It wasn't that well, look, they, Pine they, Tree beat anybody. They beat everybody that was good beat them. <laughs> well, look, here's the thing. they Mount Pleasant beat Marshall, and then Pine Tree lost to Marshall by. 20 points almost. Right. So okay. Okay. All right. All right. I like, see well, what you're saying. All right. But then I don't know what Marshall is. I feel like Marshall ain't that. All, all three all three of those teams that are that are like Marshall and Pine Tree are three and two in district, and then Mount Pleasant's two and three in district. Okay. But they all beat each other. Okay. That's why, I would, like Eddie's saying, Mount Pleasant's out. Maybe they are. I don't know that for sure, though, because they all beat each other. So if Mount Pleasant beat Hallsville this week, which they should. Yeah. They'll go to three and three. Pine Tree should lose to T High. They'll be three and three. Marshall, if they lose to White House, they're three and three. So now everybody's three and three. Now it's a tiebreaker and a point spread and it gets confusing. I, I, I don't know anything about it. Okay. I'll just say this. The to, to sum this up. Forty what was it? Four, what was the score? Forty what? <laughs> 40, 41 14. So to me, what that sounds like is that somebody either dropped a spirit stick or somebody sold they sold. Uh, I don't know which one it was, but it happened. <laughs> and now Pine Tree is about to roll on, on Hallsville next. So uh, shout out to Pine Tree for doing what they had to do. Uh, keep it rolling. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, hold what? On. It, gets, it gets shifty now, okay? I don't know Why? what friends they are in Texas, at, at Texas High and Pine Tree. But Texas High could foreseeably rest their starters. They don't necessarily need to play this game to win, right? No. Nope. And then they they're playing Pine Tree for the last game of the season. Pine Tree mm-hmm. goes up there and, and wins that game. It I, I'm just, I'm throwing I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm telling you, like I said, Pine Tree, Pine Tree, keep it rolling, keep it rolling, Pine Tree. <laughs> it's not happening. But if I'm Texas, I'm not playing my starter. I actually picked Pine Tree in this game. That's that that was one of my good ones. I picked Pine Tree in that. Listen, I, I, listen. I might call. Listen, I might call Texas High's head coach and be like, "Can y'all please beat Pine Tree?" Because I'm, I'm serious. I will get on this show next week 
and send a public apology to Ponzi. Hey, hey, Christian, Christian, we finna move forward, but real quick, I want you to go ahead and write that apology down because you're gonna be needing it next week. Corey, go ahead. I mean, uh, Kale, go ahead with the next next segment. Ponzi what we got? Mexico, <laughs> Ponzi, move on. Let's go. It's almost eight. Let's run this. Let's go. <laughs> and real, real quick, real quick for Eddie. He says no possible way for them to win. Tiebreak doesn't matter. Whatever you say, Eddie. I'm okay. not going to be talking All I know is if three teams are tied with the same record, then it goes by first who beat who. Eddie, they all beat Eddie, who, then Eddie if they win, they win, you come back too. <laughs> you write your apology Eddie too. Knows, Eddie knows more about the district than I do. He does. So he does. Out, he really does. Out. I'm, not, I'm not arguing with you. So, beckville Harleton was the next mm-hmm. game. It was a battle for a district championship, and it was not even close. No. Beckville took it to Harleton, 48-14. to 14, and they will wrap up the district crown for the third straight year, I believe. The Beckville Bearcats, they finish at home against Union Grove this week. That'll be uh, a dandy. Um, anyway, Beckville, look, Vince, we talked about you were, you've been on them all year long. long. We talked about, <laughs> we talked about them early on, how we thought they were struggling coming out of the gate. And ever since that opening week loss to Timpson, where they got about 50 to 13, mm-hmm. they've rattled off eight straight wins. Beckville is rolling right now. I, what do you think about this? Ironically, they did the same thing last year. And that was my whole point, was that they they take a loss to Timpson and then they proceed to roll on everybody else. But this game, I didn't really expect for it to be anything other than what it was personally because I just see Beckville is, is right up under Timpson. They're not able to compete with Timpson because of who Timpson has playing for them. But, you know, Maybe next year after after Bussy graduates, maybe maybe that the tide t- changes. You know, maybe it turns around. I don't know, but I didn't see nothing but Beckville winning this, so I I went with them. I'll let Corey have it from there. Go ahead, Corey. I got nothing to say. Beckville was going to win. I was waiting for just I was waiting for this to, to be done because I'm like I'm not picking Beckville. I'm not picking against Beckville at this point. They only lost one football game. You know what that was too. So it ain't gonna matter at this point. Beck, mm-hmm. Beck, what, mm-hmm. what did he say on Little Giants? He says. It's nothing against it's nothing against Beckman, but it's just like I just gotta say it because her name was Becky. A little John, she's like, who is that? Number fifty six. That's my niece Becky. She's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Becky. That's Becky. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Christian, what you got on this game? That's Beckfield. I'm not shocked. Let's move on. Let's go. Love it. All right, next game: T High and White House. Woo! I was at this game Friday night in the Dub City. And Texas High won 45 to 21. Mm, I'll tell you what. Mm, I'll tell you what. Uh, I was I was impressed with Texas High. They got they have the biggest difference to me between White House and Texas High was the amount of speed on the field for Texas High. White House just couldn't keep up. White House just did not have the horses to hang with Texas High's speed. Um, a, a couple of turnovers in that game kind of hurt White House mm-hmm, as well, but mm-hmm. Texas High was clearly the better team Friday night, and and they proved why they are the top top of that district and Texas High will have a a strong playoff run I think they have a really good team quarterback can throw they got a nice run game offensive line blocked well defense played well they even had some good returns special teams just an all-around great game for the Texas High Tigers so shout out to them mm-hmm. yeah uh I had Texas High winning this game uh I, I think I talked about it on the show last week I said you know as good as White House is I feel like Texas High uh, wants a little bit of payback from last year because you know they only lost that game I think by four or five points last year and and they were on the roll up until then I think so uh, I just had a feeling that it was gonna come to that I didn't know they were gonna spank them like they did but my god so 
but yeah, shout out to Texas High and White House is still a dope team. They, you know, they just they they fumbled the bag on this one, but they're gonna pick it back up. So uh, they're still good. But yeah, they're still good. In other districts, like there's there's a teams that kind of separate themselves. There may be yeah. one team like Beckville, for instance, yeah. separates itself from everybody else in the district, and everybody else is kind of battling for two. Absolutely, and I think that's how this district. Yeah, because White House is gonna continue to roll on is, some people too. I mean, they they. I think White House is the second best team in the district. Absolutely, uh, I agree with that. that. I agree but, with that. But they they Texas. We know that for a fact. Yes. Christian, what do you think about this uh, T-High White House game? I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, I don't like what I saw from Josh Green. Mm. I don't like what I saw. I mean, barely a hundred, uh, barely over a hundred yards. He only threw what? Shoot. What? One or two touchdowns. And he only had six completions. Like that, that, that was it. I, I, I actually went back and watched this whole game on Saturday. Um, you know, when I got back here to the house and I, I, I didn't like what I saw. Um, Texas High is legit. And I, I'm just going, I'm just going, I'm just going to give y'all a little breaking news here. I'm just going to give y'all a little breaking news. Texas High might make it to the semifinal. That, that's just, I thought you were gonna say state. No, no, breaking. That's breaking news. It's in my finals. Okay. They're not beating South Oak Cliff. They're not beating Melissa, and they're not beating Arkansas. Oh, then it ain't breaking news then to me. I thought you about to say something crazy. I said they may or may. Yeah, they may make it to the semifinal. Now, the best in all reality. In all reality. The best that they might make it is maybe the fourth or third round. Who who knows? But they're not beating none of those teams right there. Right now, right now, I still have South Oak Cliff repeating. Um, but I mean, I mean it, 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 it wasn't good to see. It, it wasn't good to see last uh, last week. It wasn't good to see. Okay, Corey, what you got? Real, real quick, I, I to your Josh Green point. I was kind of confused because Jacob Carey had the big game last week right. against Mount Pleasant. And then coming out to start the game, I see Josh Green out there. And I was I was kind of thrown off. I was like, why? But Carey did come in towards the end of the game when I mean when it was kind of out of hand. But that was surprising to me too. I'm not sure why. What's up, CM? What you think about this game? You know, I thought Texas I was gonna dominate the game. I White House is the better most so there's a the district is full of inconsistent teams, right? White House is is the least the least of the inconsistence, the least inconsistent of the of the other teams, right? That's why they're in second place. I saw White House play good. I saw White House play bad, and they won the games. Luckily, they won those games that, that they played didn't play very well at home. So, so White House obviously is the second best, you know, second place team in the district. I, you know, that district is fun, man. I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys watched. Uh, 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 the MEAC conference or the MAC conference on Tuesdays mm-hmm. football with Akron and Action Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that conference is crazy. Like, that is one of the wackiest conferences you'll ever see in college football. But that Ohio Valley conference. Win week in and week out. Yeah, it's, it doesn't matter. You got Toledo was balling. And you got, it is crazy. That's how this district seems like to me. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, th- nobody's at the game. You know, it, it, it's freezing cold. Nobody's at the game. But for some reason, they're playing for something. And you have no idea. And one team is going to play. They're probably going to go to the Frisco Bowl in Texas. 
and it doesn't really matter at this point. But they, but I, I don't know what team is going. I don't know what White House team is going to show up. Texas High is the best team in this district, so shout out to them, man. Mm-hmm. And I got to give a shout out to Coach Kyle Westerberg over at White House because since Texas High is not a KLTV team, Eddie, before you come at me, I understand that we're covering <laughs> them in this, but it's not a KLTV team because they have their own up there. Anyway, um, we had we had agreed with Coach Westerberg. He agreed actually that after the game, win or lose, he would do a post game interview. So even getting beat forty five twenty one, he still. Uh, awarded me the interview and was still a first class act. So shout out to Coach Kyle Westerberg at White House for uh, being that way. Not every coach would do that. So uh-huh. shout out to him. Moving on, game nine, Hooks at DeCab or versus DeCab. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Um, Hooks took it to him. This was supposed to be a battle for a district championship and it was another blowout, kind of like the Beckville Harleton one. Hooks won 46 to 12. Hooks is undefeated, depending on who you ask. Mm. If you ask Winsboro fans, they are not undefeated. If you ask Hooks fans, they are undefeated. If you ask Dave Campbell's Texas football, the Winsboro-Hooks game never never happened. So anyway, whatever. Hooks is still a very, very good football team. Mm-hmm. They wrap up the regular season on the road at New Boston this week. I expect them to, to handle that one and finish the season undefeated. I'm not surprised by this outcome, Vince. Are you? No, not at all. And uh, just to your point, uh, Max Prep has hooks at nine and zero. <laughs> so they, like you said, they they undefeated. Either way, they are undefeated. They're undefeated Slide. either way. Yeah. Yes, Eddie. Slide. I know you. I, we say they're undefeated. Yeah. I'm just it's a, the amount of wins. Does the Winsboro game count or not? Okay. So. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. Well, th- yeah. I there's no to me. I I kind of felt like Hooks was gonna win this. Hooks is a really good team, man. Like I. It's hard not to pick hooks, even though I know Dick, uh, uh, Decap is a good team too. Like I know more about hooks than I know about Decap, and and I, it was easy for me to just roll with hooks in this. So, Christian, you got anything on this hooks Decap game? Well, I mean Decap. I mean, here's the problem with them. I mean, they they really don't have a good secondary. I'm just gonna be honest with you. They they really mm-hmm. don't have a good secondary. So I mean, hooks. I mean that that was. I'm just gonna be honest with you. That was bound to happen. Uh, at some point in the game, I'm not. I'm not saying that it wasn't going to be close, but at some point in the game, that was bound to happen. So it's not a shocker to me. Uh, Corey, you got anything? I'm just waiting to to play their best football until now, and and I'm just looking at the district, the standings, and, and what they've done in the district. This is the most points they've given up since what? Since Hawkins. Uh-huh. So. 12 points, man. So, Hooks is playing some good football. I will say this, though. They got some – I don't know what's going on in Hooks, but their basketball team is also ranked, like, number nine in the state. Or they, I think they're ranked higher than as a matter of fact. So, I'm about to – hey, I don't know what's going on out there the Hooks, man. Did they make to, like, the, the – make to the regional tournament last year, didn't it? In basketball? Yeah, because they, yeah. they played Mineola in, yeah. in Prosper. So, yeah, so, mm. yeah. So, man, shout out to Hooks, though, man. They they balling in both sports. That's, that's, that's hard to do. That's to do, man. Moving on to the final game of last week, we had an upset, according to most. If you go by the uh, by the picks, 69 people picked Jefferson to win, and 69 people were wrong. Tatum mm. knocked off the Jefferson Bulldogs 38-21. to 21. And just by going back and looking at their schedule, guys, I feel like I haven't been given enough respect to Tatum. They Their three losses – they lost the center where they scored 63 and still lost because they gave up 80. Mm-hmm. Then they lost to Dangerfield 
And then they have a 30-point loss to Lumberton, who is leading the district that Chapel Hill will play in the um, in the first round. So that's a, a 4A school that Tatum lost to like that by that. Center, also a 4A school. Dangerfield, a very good 3A. So Tatum's three losses are to three very good teams. So just me personally, I don't think I've been giving Tatum enough respect. They've been – They've been rolling, really. The, uh, uh, they beat West Rusk by 24. They beat Gladewater by 20. Blew out White Oak, blew out Sabine, and then now a 17-point win over Jefferson. Vince, should we be paying more attention to the Tatum mm, Every year, man. Every year I have to deal with this Tatum team. They're getting on my last nerve, bro. Uh, <laughs> I just – every time, man, like, you think I learned by now, you know. But I keep getting burned every time. I had just, I was one of the sixty nine. If you if you if you're wondering, I'm yeah, one of the sixty nine. Me too. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I told you. I told you. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna have to take this one. I'm gonna take this one on the chin, as Corey would say. And uh, Jefferson, I I needed y'all to win this one. I needed to prove something, but y'all didn't get it done for me. That hurts. I still believe in y'all though. Uh, better luck next week or this week. So. Christian, what you got on this Tatum Jefferson game? Oh man, listen, Vince, I I understand. I, I'm I'm with you, man. It, it's it's hard. Um, I mean, it, I I really don't have much to say on it. I mean, Tatum was a better team. Yeah. Right, hey, Corey. Uh, real quick, what, oh, I, I I just wanted to say. To everybody writing in, you know, I know we said it at the beginning, but we don't have a way of putting up your 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 chats right now, so we just reading them. Uh, Tatum, C. Rad said Tatum is impressive. Yeah, they they, I guess <laughs> it's hard for me to swallow that pill, but you know, but they, but Ko is right. They they put up some good wins. Now, obviously, I ain't looked, I ain't paid attention to them since they lost. Since they gave up eighty points, I really had not even looked they way since yeah. then. That's that's on me, you know. But if you give up eighty, why you gotta give me a reason to look look over at you again? <laughs> but now we you. know. Now but now we know, know about that center team. You know, yeah, and then we know more about center. You're right. You're right. So okay, I'm it's, sorry. It's, it was it's still green for Tatum. But yeah. Corey, you got anything on this game? Oh, definitely. Y'all gonna put some respect on Tatum's name. I never <laughs> doubt Tatum. And this is this is to allude to what Brett always talks about. You know, I was getting more time about the scheduling. They will always play tough preseason games, no matter what. I don't care if they're two way; they'll play a five way. They'll play anybody. They have a plethora of good athletes, kind of like Dangerfield. They have a plethora of good athletes every single year. You know, they're gonna come out to compete. At the end of the year, they're gonna always compete for a district championship, no matter what, unless it's just something going on in Tatum that we don't know about. But they're gonna compete regardless. Don't look at their record. Don't look at their preseason record. Look at their district. Look at what their latest games are. It'll let you know what type of team Tatum has. They're going to compete no matter what. That's what Tatum does. So, no, I'm not, I'm not putting his Jefferson fake bullies. Tatum all day. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that wraps up all of our games from last week. If you want to see who we picked for this week, you can go back and watch the Beast from the East podcast on YouTube. Listen to it. It's on podcast channels. You can go back on YouTube and watch it. Um, but yeah, so, and also, yes, thank you to everybody that's been talking in the chat. Brett's out tonight. We don't have the authority to throw those up onto the screen like he does. So, um, 
We appreciate all the chats, though. We have been keeping up with them, reading them. All right, guys, before we get out of here, let's talk about the polls. Um, oh, Corey, what you trying to do? Come on now. Anyway, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the polls that we did this week. We got the uh, new new rankings out. So, oh, we're not going anywhere, Aaron. You just you, you stay here. Hold on, we're not going nowhere just yet. Uh, let's see. Let's get the. I'm sorry you feel left out, Eddie. I apologize. All right, six A five A poll. It uh basically did not, or I don't know if it changed from last week. I don't know what last week's poll looked like. I have to go back and look at it, but. We got Lufkin at five, Tyler High at four, White House at three, Texas High at two, and Longview at one. Solid. So y'all like it? Solid. Yeah, solid. 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 All right. Everybody's in agreement. Love that. Mm -hmm. Let's go on to the next poll then, the 4A poll, which has had a little, a little movement here in the uh, past few weeks as I bring up last week's poll to compare. So, well... This one's a little – so, in, to me, I disagree with this already off the top. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. Never mind. No, I don't. Anyway, number 10, we got Rusk. Number 9, we got Center. At number 8, Lindell. Number 7, Van. Number 6, Gilmer. Number 5, Sulphur Springs. Number 4, Chapel Hill. Number 3, Kilgore. Number 2, Pleasant Grove. And number 1, Carthage. Now, if you compare this to last week's – poll last week's poll had uh gilmer at number nine so gilmer has jumped to six uh in the poll lindell remains at eight uh center falls from seventh to ninth not sure how that happens with a win um sulfur springs stays uh stays it actually moves up from six to five van falls from five to seven and then the top four remain the same. So, what y'all's thoughts on that poll? Okay, y'all gonna okay. This may be a little shocking to y'all. This may be a little shocking. Wait, you said Kilgore's three, right? Yes, Kilgore's three. I'm just gonna be honest with you because of the defense, because I think that Kilgore has a better defense than Pleasant Grove. To be honest, I'll put them two. I will just go ahead and put them two. Better defense, um, I mean. <laughs> I mean, based on, I, I I just I just have a, I just think they, you know, I know I've been seeing PG Kilgore. I mean, I know it's been going back and forth with me lately, but I mean, I I, I don't, I don't know. I, I would just rather have Kilgore to Carthage. Were, Carthage needs to be one. Carthage needs to be one because they have a win over Kilgore. But I'm just saying. I would swap Van and Gilmer, just personally. Well, hold on. I, hold on. I, there's been a mistake. There's been a mistake. I'm sorry. There's been a mistake. We'll, we'll come back to 4A. There's been a mistake. We'll come back to 4A. Okay. Let's just go to 3A and 2A and TAPS. So this one in the uh, 3A, 2A TAPS poll, let's see. Let me bring up uh, last week real quick, but I'll go ahead and start telling you how this one ranks out. At number 10, Freshly entering the poll, we have the Overton Mustangs at number 10. Okay. Love Lady and West Rusk tied at eight. Hooks is at seven. Garrison six. Dangerfield five. Beckville four. Winsboro three. Malakoff two. Timpson one. I feel like the first seven haven't changed in about three or four weeks. They shouldn't. 
been the same. And the la- the the bottom three spots have kind of been interchangeable. But uh, what do y'all think about this three A poll? That's the over team. That's the over to them for sure. Yeah. So what had happened is uh, the uh, the four A poll accidentally got sent the uh, Brett's rankings. So there's Brett's rankings for four uh, A guys. It uh, that I knew it was a disrespectful. <laughs> Sorry about that, Brett. I apologize. Uh, here's the tabulated 4A poll. So here's the, the, here's the updated uh, mm-hmm. 4A poll now with the tabulated results. Uh, we got Rusk at 10, Sinner at 9, Gilmer at 8, Lindell at 7, Sulphur Springs at 6, Van at 5, Chapel Hill at 4, uh, Kilgore 3, Pleasant Grove 2, and Carthage one. So if you compare that one to last week, Gilmer still went from nine to eight. Center fell from seventh to ninth. I, again, still don't understand how that happens. Uh, Lindell stayed at seven. Van stayed at five, which is also interesting. Um, anyway, so it, yeah, what do y'all think about the uh, 4A poll here? Now that we got that's a little, one. that's a little bit something. better, I guess. I, I mean, only have one. I only have one switch. Yeah, and Aaron, Aaron agrees with you, Christian. He he says he would swap PG with Kilgore. Yeah. So, I mean, but Eddie yeah, came into the chat with the too. stats. PG's averaging, giving up fourteen point seven points a game, where Kilgore is giving up fifteen point eight. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, you know, uh, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah. Like they're both really good defenses. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, so Vince, where will you be this Friday night? I will be at the Chapel Hill Kilgore game. And I'm going to tell you something. I know there's a lot of football being played this Friday night, but if you are not at that game, you are about to miss out. This game has been great for the past couple of years. Uh, last year they played each other twice. Listen, if I could compare it to anything, this is this is this is Goku and Vegeta. You know, this is this is this is Batman and and the Joker, bro. Like this is, this is this is King Kong and Godzilla. Oh, it 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 don't matter who wins. It's the fact that we finna do this forever. This is what it's gonna always be. <laughs> this is what it comes down to. And I'm glad that it's the final game of the year. Uh, cause you know you hate to see these two teams play off early on, cause then judgments get thrown around as who's this and who's that. You know, let it be the last game of the year. That's cool. You know. Um, this is big. This is a massive game. So yeah, that's where I'm gonna be at, and I think a lot of us are gonna be there. So, well, I, that's, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> Can we just say we're all gonna be at the Kilgore okay. Chapel Hill all game right. this Friday night? All right. <laughs> I thought about that after you were answering. I was like, man, you know what? Yeah, everybody's gonna. Be everybody's at that, at that game, so it's gonna be yeah, a packed man, house. Be, packed house. Uh, there's there's a there's a couple. Is it before we before we go? Is Vince? Is there a game besides Chapel Hill Kilgore? Is there another game that you're looking forward to? Um, be thinking about it, you two. Y'all, y'all are coming up next. But Vince, you're first. I threw you. I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you mine. Real okay. Quick. I got two. I got two. I'm I'm really looking forward to the Timpson Garrison game. I think that'll be a, a phenomenal game. I like that. And then one. <clears throat> I'm also I'm also also interested in seeing the Overton Tenaha game because I want to see if Overton can complete the undefeated season and. Also excited about the uh, Harmony Dangerfield game. We know Dangerfield's been rolling. I'm excited to see how that one turns out. But those are my three. So what's your offense? I, I would say, honestly, the Timpson Garrison game to me. That That is going to be a big game. Uh, that's my 
that's my Jon Snow versus the Night King game. <laughs> so, you know, that's going to be a big one, too. Garrison got their hands full, even though they 9-0. Everybody expecting, you know, Timpson to, to do what they what Timpson does. So, Garrison, they're going to have to put in some work. So, um, Christian, what, you, what game are you looking to? Taller off warning. Uh, I mean, uh, that, that's that's kind of like the backbreaker. Uh, yeah. The whole Taller needs the whole, the, dub. the whole Taller community. If, if they don't win this game, I mean, it won't be a backbreaker because I, I think that you know what, they'll be six and four if they lose. I mean, they so, still gotta have Lufkin yeah. win anyway. So. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they'll be six and four if they if they lose. But you have to win this game against a charged Forney defense that has been phenomenal all year all, all year long. I mean, he'll he'll mm-hmm. uh, Longview mm-hmm. thirteen points. Nobody does that uh, mm-hmm. unless you're Alito. But you know what, Forney's not Alito. But um, but no, I, I can't wait to see that game. Obviously, we are all going to be at the. Chapel Hill kill game. Um, I, I I can't wait to see that game. This game, and it's not only personal; it's personal to me because I want Chapel Hill to win. All right, so I mean, I I mean I'll be sideline reporting for that game. Uh, I will have the I think I will have the opportunity to interview the game winning coach, um, whoever that may be. Um, hopefully, it's Coach Reardon. Uh But if it has to be Coach Clint Fuller, I mean. That, that that works too. So also, we've got um, some in the chat that are saying Conrad's going to be calling the Bullard Van game this week. That's a that's an important game. Um, also, Stephen Phillips said he's looking forward to Malakoff and Grossbeck. That's Ooh. for a district title as well. Uh, I don't think that one will be very close. Uh, honestly, uh, I think Malakoff's going to roll in that game. Malakoff's just on another level, and that district is uh, not very. Competitive after Malakoff. After Malakoff is competitive, but Malakoff is head and shoulders above in that district. So that's another good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, CM, you're you're up last. What what game are you looking look forward to? Chapel Hill versus Kilgo. And if you got to be from the Besides area, that one. Oh. <laughs> I, that's I, we're all going to be at that game. Besides listen, that, one. Um, <laughs> Palestine and Athens. That's a battle of the fourth tape, the fourth place matchup. Um, I think, like I said, I, I think Athens is fake bully, uh, mm. disrespectful, and um, wow. and I'm going Palestine all the way in that game. I think Palestine's gonna come out Athens. And play well. Athens, uh, do work, uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. do work. Cujo, 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 Cujo versus mm-hmm. Forney. And if you're from Tyler, the Tyler area, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't need John Tyler to do anything else but come out with that Cujo spirit and whoop for him. That is a very winnable football game, as a matter of fact. And they, they, they should come out with that Cujo spirit, win that football game, get to the playoffs. So we can see those, those line flags everywhere around Tyler. And on the north side, they just flying around them Cujo flags everywhere. You know what I'm talking about. I already know yeah. what it is. Yeah. So, um, uh, Derek, yeah. Derek in the yeah. chat says Garrison Timpson's the game of the week to him. And Garrison I, I mean, Timpson. You can't, I, I, can't go wrong with can't that. Can't go wrong with that. Um, all right. Uh, Christian, I must say, uh, before before we come back next week, I think you can read the chat. You're going to get that, need to get that smoke detector issue figured out. 
Okay. Still, I've been I've been dealing you, with that you, for about two, three weeks. Listen, I didn't want to say nothing, but my God, I didn't know who it was. But I was like, listen, don't be that guy. Because I know too many of my, my friends that are that guy. And I'm always asking the question, why do you not go buy some batteries? <laughs> why? Just, we we talked about this. I got some nine volts at the house. First, <laughs> he said it. He said all, it doesn't matter. First of all, don't be disrespectful. Number one, let that man do whatever he want to do with his with his, with his smoke detector in his room. Second of all, man, turn that thing off. Out, and you listen to the words and not the background. That's what you're supposed to do. So Eddie, don't disrespect that. You can't listen to it. Don't don't watch the show, man. Don't watch the show. You listen to oh it. Oh my god. Hey, 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 man, hey, Eddie, don't, don't listen to Corey. Corey oh, crazy. You disrespect my man smoke detector, dog. That's so you that guy. So you that guy. I'm gonna say one thing. Um I gotta I got uh, I gotta get this off my chest a little bit. Um I know um we all you know, do this, you know, do the media thing. I mean, we, we all, we're all a part of this. We're, we're all, mm-hmm. you know, we, we all going to be at Kilgore, uh, Kilgore chat rule game on Friday and everything like that. Um, I know a lot of people, I know a lot of our opinions, you know, kind of hurt a little bit, you know, cause sometimes they're true. Um, but I don't know about you guys, but I just want to let y'all, uh, let anybody know whether that's coach, fan, whatever. Unless it's what I say, unless it's out of line and out of character, I will not be apologizing. Can I say something about that? I kind of wanted to touch on that, too. It's funny you brought that up because I wanted to say this real quick uh, before we before we get out of here. What we do here is entertainment. We we do this to entertain y'all. If there's any coaches or players watching. We don't really feel that way about y'all, man. Ain't no disrespect. We we talk about it like that, but we just here to entertain people, you know. Uh, it, it, I I don't I don't I don't expect for anybody to have to apologize for just trying to entertain people on the show. Ain't ain't nobody. And I'm gonna tell you like this: there is nobody that's gonna get anywhere because of what I said here on this show, <laughs> or 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 derail their success because of what I said here on the show. It's just entertainment a lot of times honestly ko may say well uh carter j lost the game all year i don't expect from to lose another game i agree with court i mean uh, uh ko but the thing is i gotta make the show entertaining so what do i do i'm gonna hype up fan i'm gonna hype up whoever they play next i'm gonna i'm gonna hype up kilgore you know because all of us picking the same team it ain't no show really you know we just do this for entertainment guys and and we enjoy everybody we we don't really mean to hurt nobody's feelings so if your feelings are hurt by anything that is said on this show don't take it personal we just trying to entertain people if you hear something that somebody may say that you don't like about your team this week keep watching because we probably gonna hype you up next week we do that all the time you know Fantastic. And don't call us. That's a great don't, way to don't, end it. Don't call us cowards either. There's, there's a lot of people. Y'all got a problem. Y'all, y'all know what my ad is. Don't, don't, do, it. don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Anyway, thanks to Brett for allowing me to host this. Appreciate y'all fellas for joining us. Thanks for everybody in the chat. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Um, thanks to Power Plus Mouth Guards. You got it. Make sure you get sure some mouth guards in there. Make sure you uh, don't, don't break no teeth. For... Uh, for Vince, for Christian, for Corey, I'm KO Kyle Owens. Y'all have a good night. Let's go, Buffs.
I can't. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports? Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. 